Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. This is Mecca, and you're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. We're talking about Check. Check. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve, fourteen. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Anything Goes podcast. And oh boy, do we have a good one for the first interview of 2022. This is a special one for me and a good one for you. And this is a hint of who we're joined by. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. You know who who I am? Who am I? Who are you? You're oh, I okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good setup. Go. It wasn't me who let the dogs out. No, it wasn't. Not me. Who am I? <laughs> You're Greg, aka Crazy Greg, aka Pooh Bear. What's up, just Alex? <laughs> What's up? What's happening? So, uh, welcome to our first interview episode yeah. of the 2022 year. It's a good one. Oh, it is. Like, what better way to kick off the, uh, the 2022 interview segments yeah. with such a feel-good story? Oh, definitely. I think I was, I mean, you were excited, but I think I was, I was even more excited. You because were. Because I've never, well, I have virtually met yes. Vanessa and Chula, but I never really was like, hi, Chula, I love you. <laughs> and I got to do that. So I'm happy that I got to do that finally. Well, I got to say, uh, so real quick, this episode is Vanessa and Chula. Yes. They volunteer their time with the Good Dog Foundation. Yes. Vanessa is a human. Chula is a puppy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or a although, dog. Although Chula acts like a human at times. Yeah. She's more human Very than much. like some humans out yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Kali. She's a director at the Good Dog Foundation. Mm-hmm. I've spoken with her quite a few times. And they're such good people. Just oh, volunteer their time to... Yeah make people happy in life yes and like if you've ever just been just imagine how you feel just walking down the street and seeing a dog like in the distance i go nuts anytime i see a dog i'm like oh my god it's so cute now imagine people who like it's all different i know they have so many different you know situations that they go into like hospitals and schools and all that stuff exactly but it must just make people feel so good and oh yeah for sure and i've been You know, working these virtual visits with Vanessa and Chula for Mm -hmm. like, I think going on like two years now, pretty much weekly Yes, that she volunteers the time and us talking with her, I learned so much about Vanessa that I never knew. Yeah. Who knew she was a New Yorker for so long? Yes. Crazy. (laughs) And you guys will hear it. I don't want to, you know, give away too much, but talking about a little bit about 9-11. Yeah. She was... In New York for 9-11. Oh, my but goodness. you'll hear what she does for a living and yeah. all this stuff. All so right. Crazy. I'm going to say, not only did she <laughs> pretty much live right in ground zero. Yeah. Oh, She yeah. was a flight attendant during 9-11. Yes. And still is to this day. Yeah. And that's insane. So to hear that aspect of it, because we're New Yorkers and it obviously affected us big time. Right. But I don't know many well, gave people me goosebumps yeah, to who story. really was directly affected like she was. Yeah. 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 
And she gets into why she volunteers her time and why she yes. does the Good Dog Foundation. What a great story. Yeah. And the only thing I could say about that is based on what she said, and she had a dog that time, and then after that she got Chula. Uh, you know, and mm-hmm. we know, we had a dog. Yes. And I give Vanessa a lot of credit because that was the hardest thing that I, oh, goodness. you know, Very pretty hard. much had to go through. Yeah. And still to this day, I'm not ready to, to get a dog. And I don't know if I ever yeah. can and will again, mm-hmm. based on how hot it is. It's and just, you have such a love for the dog. Yeah. And then of course, unfortunately, we live longer than dogs do. Mm-hmm. I wish that wasn't the case. <laughs> right. But. I wish we lived the same exact exactly. day. I wish we were linked somehow. Mm-hmm. Like and avatars. That, exactly. Yeah. And but it's hard for us. We're still like healing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so we had Roscoe for many years and yeah. still even what, five, six years later has like has it been? Years. Eight years later. It's I think still it twenty fourteen. Wow. When we went. It's it's still I you know, can't even I don't know. Whatever. I will say anyway. Though, I am a dog lover and I welcome dogs with open arms to hug and cuddle and play with and of course, but even eight years later, I'm still not ready to... Yeah, you may never yeah, be. You right. know, Some so. people, they just always have an animal or a mm-hmm. dog or whatever it is. And some people just, they have their one. Which is good because I know the love that we give to dogs. And I know, exactly. I see the love that everybody else does. Right. And partly, I do feel bad because I know what we can app. give to dogs. And listen, maybe one day down the line, well, you know who what? knows? We have kids. I know. So they might so suffer us into Never say day. never, but right yeah. now, right now it's about Vanessa and Chula. And the Good Dog Foundation. Yes, yes. And check this interview out because it's so good and yes. they do such good. And if you ever wanted to have a therapy dog, mm-hmm. this is the episode to listen to. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I can give you a lot of information on, on how to come Definitely. about and do that. And if you need just some quick glance therapy yeah, and some positive feed on your Instagram, you can follow Chula yeah. on Instagram, which is yes. linked to this episode. So, so just click on it. And give go, it a follow. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's the cutest thing. Chula has the cutest eyes. We talk about it. <laughs> I had to mention it. She's like a little human. She's yeah. so cute. Uh, and virtually at least. I haven't had the opportunity yet to do in-person mm-hmm. therapy sessions with, with them. But over virtual, she does tricks, jumps through yes. hula hoops. Dances. She wears the cutest outfits ever. Oh, the greatest outfits. So the reason why I uh, know about this yeah. <laughs> and I've seen it, yeah. it's not because I go to work with Greg. No. Uh, obviously during COVID, he was remote. So uh-huh. I would literally stand in the corner and like kind of watch. Like, yeah, you creep. would creep. Yeah. Oh, total creep. Yeah. And and you'd watch Lauren. Oh my God, she's so cute. Yeah. But you actually weren't the only one. I had my mom watch oh, at so times. My grandma watched uh-huh. at times. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. did. They loved yep. it. They yeah. loved it. And they, they, they still to this day... My grandma asks about. How's the dog? Yeah, yeah uh huh, yeah. uh huh. I think she so. knows her name actually. I think she yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh. So uh, uh, Chula has a lot of fans. Yeah, many, she, many, many she's fans. A big name in our family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and she answers any question you may have. It's she so does. Cute. She has her own way of answering questions, and it's legit. She actually answers them. It's so awesome. She has a better so. vocabulary than <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. people I know. And uh, <laughs> final thing mm-hmm. that I want to say before you guys listen to this interview. Mm-hmm. Is that she's pretty famous right now? Um, yes, she is. Like cover girl. Of she is easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl <laughs> of like the 2022 Good Dog Foundation calendar. Yes, and not only is she a cover girl, but she's Miss May. Miss May, and actually May is pretty big for us. It is. 
because it's the birthday of the two daughters that we gave birth to. That we gave birth yes. to, right. <laughs> you didn't get, you, I thought you gave one, I gave one. Right, that's how yes. it worked, yeah. <laughs> and a, a wedding anniversary of, yes. of mine. And so many, um, of your, you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't even listen to you anymore. I know. And so many, we have a lot of family birthdays. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's our wedding anniversary. It's it's our baby's birthday. So May is like, May is pretty much the month that we look forward to uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Besides October Halloween. Mm-hmm. But of course. May is big for us, so it's so awesome to have Chula up on that calendar to celebrate all month with us. I'm going to be so eager to get to May. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> hey, and you can pick up one of those calendars. We are going to put the Good Dog Foundation link to this episode. Mm-hmm. So get that calendar, hang it up, support. Go they buy a calendar s- and then go follow Chula on Instagram. There you go. They do such great things. So check them out, Good Dog Foundation. Here we go. Should we get into the interview? <laughs> Anything else you want to say? No, listen to it. It's great and kind of like deep at times as it well. It does, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So just prepare yourselves, guys. Yeah. It's a good one. But listen, it's dog therapy, volunteer-based interview talking about 9-11. Well, it's the story of how yeah. Chula came about. Yes, it's crazy. So, so it, that's a part of how it. it all intertwines. It's amazing. It's, it's crazy. It really yeah, is. It's, it's a really good listen. So Vanessa, Chula, thank you so much yes. for being on the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. That's right. We loved having you. And next time, I want to have them and have them like in person. Oh my God. On the podcast. And I want Chula on my lap the whole time. <laughs> and I will just pet her and all of my yeah. endorphins will flow and I will For feel sure. so good. All right. So let's get into it. It's a great listen. Yeah. Once again, thank you guys. Hey, follow Chula. Give her a like and comment and tell Chula you heard her on the Anything Goes podcast. That's right. Yes. For sure. Sure, love to hear it. So here we go. Enjoy Vanessa Chula, Anything Goes Podcast, right now. So welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes Podcast. This is our first interview of the 2022 year. And we are so super excited to uh, to do this one today. This is actually near and dear to my heart. This is a very special feel-good episode that no matter who you are, you're going to love. So check it out. And we're thrilled to be joined by Vanessa and Chula who volunteer their time with the Good Dog Foundation. I've been fortunate enough to watch and work with Vanessa and Chula for quite a while now. And every time it's just amazing and amazing. So welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. Hi, thank you for the warm welcome. Yeah. So uh, Vanessa, where does your love of dogs come from? Oh my word. Um, let's see. Love of dogs. I think if you're just you're the born with it or not. Right. And then... If you're an animal lover, I think um, dogs are just so easy to love because they just, they're just so lovable and they love you back. I've never been a cat person. I've never had one. Um, so, you know, but I, I have a lot of friends with cats and they're like, oh, I have a beautiful cat. You should see it. And it's like, well, where is it? It's like, I don't know, hiding under a bed, in a closet, <laughs> in the ceiling. He's behind a refrigerator, you know? They're always exactly. so, like, you know, they're just so, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess right personality for a cat or something but uh no we had dogs growing up you know I just always loved you know doing like dog obedience training I had um I grew up in Arizona and my family's heritage is on the Mexican side so I had this cute little chihuahua her name was Chica Chica the chihuahua (laughs) and I you were at the we would take dog obedience lessons and uh, we were like the smallest pair in class I think I was like 10 years old Uh. you know it's like a little chihuahua on her leash and um yeah the ymca taking our dog lesson or dog training lessons and it just i mean from that point in my life i remember it so vividly because it was my very first pet 
Um, a lot of the training that the training stuff that I do with Chula was stemmed from the um, YMCA training lessons with Chica. So, <laughs> it's amazing the things that like resurface, you know. Um, right. That's like a, that's like just so 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 long ago. Mm, so uh, awesome. And then how, yeah. how did how did Chula come into your life? Oh my word! Well. <laughs> I know like she and I were meant to be together Uh, Um, I've always been a dog person in my adult years she really is only my second dog Um, the first one I had I guess I'll back up a little bit and tell you I used to live in New York City uh, for 20 over 20 years in Manhattan and um, I'm a flight for American Airlines and the month after 9-11, so October of 01, it was just a really, you know, listen, that, that whole time was very devastating for me and my coworkers and for, I mean, everybody, your area, our, our world, our country, everything. It was just at that point in my life, it was like, you know, I was flying long enough to have a set schedule and I didn't have any roommates at the time, but I was able to have a very flexible schedule. So I knew a girl who was a great dog babysitter and I basically was like, if you'll be my dog babysitter, I really, really, really want to get a dog. And I was able to rescue a French bulldog back then. And mm-hmm. she was absolutely put on this planet to save my life. She and I got through all the post 9-11 feelings and um, tragedy and loss and just, just really just feelings, you know, all over the place. Um, so she was with me. Um, we lived in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and we were there for a couple of years. On our third year, we moved and got the LMDC grant. Um, the Lower Manhattan Development Corporation had a, a grant to bring people back to the Lower Manhattan, like to attract and retain people back to Lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So we got this $10,000 grant to um, put towards rent as long as they rented in like, and you know, in the Lower Manhattan area. So we went to Battery Park City. Wow. So I was this girl, like the East Village, and these like little like, Apartments, uh, moved to this like big high rise building in Battery Park City wow. with the gloves and everything. I was like, This is so cool! This is nothing <laughs> I've never had. And first of all, I've never had a doorman or an elevator, you know, I was always like slipping yeah. up, like, walk up some stuff. Right. And um, I was like, Ten thousand dollars to move there. I was like, Yeah, of course. But with that comes a lot of responsibility and um, maybe stuff that I didn't really think about at the time, but. You know, being in the lower Manhattan area after 9-11, there was so much debris and soot in the air. And I'm sure you're around in the area, too, during yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. all the people were down there. But I don't know if you remember always having, like, that burning sensation in your lungs when, you, mm. you know, when your, your throat was sore. At least I was. I was down there. I was so close. Jeez. And, you know, it all calmed down. By the time I got to Battery Park City, I moved to this gorgeous apartment. And I had a balcony also. I mean, it was like, it was everything. And you step out on the balcony and it was overlooking the pit and there was still a ton of debris and stuff there. And so every day you wake up and it was just like, you were grateful, you know, to live in this like upscale, lovely, you know, this little life that I'll probably never get to have again. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm looking over this pit. I'm reminded every morning of, you know, what happened and looking at that, it's like, I know why people like, left their apartments, shut the door, never moved back, um, you know, just up, and, just up and left New York City. I see why they needed to bring us back. So it's very hard to do that. But in addition to that, there was still a lot of debris and dust and stuff because the pit was not cleaned out. And even after the pit was cleaned out, there's construction. It's a whole new kind of, I swear, if you had your window open, a crack, a smidge, you just had soot in your apartment, you know, whether it was 
black soot, white soot, gray soot. It was always in the, in the apartment. And my French bulldog, her name was Lola for short. Uh-huh. Her full name was Lolita Margarita Martinez de Patron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love so, it. Got a good one. You know, she's a French bulldog with those big ears. And she had chronic earaches, chronic, from the time she was a puppy, like really, really bad. And I won't, I will spare you the details, but she only lived to be three and a half years old. Oh, you just had, you know, what I think, you know, the vets, no one could really describe it. She had it was such bad chronic earaches and we treated her and did absolutely everything that we could. She woke up one day, she was paraplegic. After that, it was just like she had complete vertigo. Her head couldn't even like stand up straight. And she was just, you know, it, her her passing went in probably like less than two weeks. It went on so fast. And no one really could explain it other than the fact that they're like, you know, she has been down. She's a 9-11 dog. Right. Yeah. And she's been, you know, you look, you, they come in, they lick the paws, they clean themselves or whatever. And they're right. free. And, you know, they think maybe it's just a lot of, just a lot of chemicals and stuff that's in her body that probably shortened her life a little bit. But the plus of this is that she, and the point of this is, I should say, is that she uh, protected me and served me for three and a half years after 11. It's like, whoa, it's crazy. Still get choked up. But she's, she like served her purpose. She's so wonderful. And I thought, oh my God, I know she's only in my life for a very short amount of time. The next time I have a dog, I'm going to use my dog and my passion <laughs> and get back to others. Because I have never um, been served so lovingly by a human being or an animal of any kind, like the love of an animal, like a love of a dog to care for you and to, you know, look, look after you. So your question was, how did I meet Chula? Well, it was, you know, fast forward in my life. I got married. And since Lola had passed away, I always like, I cannot wait to have a dog. I can't wait to have a dog, but I'm going to do it right. Mm. Got married and I was with, um, you know, dating my husband for quite, you know, quite a few years before we got married. And so I have two beautiful stepdaughters and as a family, we did our investigating, decided we were going to get a dog, the size, um, we had to go with breeds. One of my daughters has um, really bad allergies. So we had to make sure she was hyper to hypo um, allergenic. Mm-hmm. The, the catch my husband was, well, you know, if we get this dog and, you know, and it doesn't work out. It's not like the kid goes, you know? So he's like, you your homework and make sure you find a dog that's going right. to, you know, not upset the allergies in the house right. and, you know, poor kid to the hospital and stuff. So oh. I was like, okay, very good. So we took our time um, finding little Miss Chula here. And um, we found her from a breeder. We couldn't rescue because you just don't know what's in, you know, what in the makeup of a dog, um, you know, that you're rescuing. So I had to go through a breeder mm. and, and a great breeder who was, she breeds, they're called Peekapoos, uh, and that is a Pekingese and a Poodle mixed. And it's like, you know, one of those like designer dog breeds that right. you put together and they have like all those great names. Uh-huh. Um, don't catch my husband saying I have a Peekapoo often. Um, <laughs> the Pekingese Poodle. Um, but, um, but, you know, I, I chose a Peekapoo because Pekingese are extremely mellow. And they were notorious for just being like bed warmers for the Chinese emperors. You know, like these big old like fluff muffins are like in the bed, heating it up. They would also like lay in like the sleeves of their cloaks and stuff. But just their clear companion, low energy, super chill, not like big barkers. Right. And a poodle cross with that, you know, takes, um, you know, you, 
you, you take the two cure buds and basically it wipes out um, the dander and it makes her low, you know, very, very low to no dander. And so that helps with her whole, like that whole allergy thing here. So there's no shedding. She is a poof ball, but she doesn't shed. Right. And poodles are smart. They're like the second smartest breed. So I'm like, I want mellow, smart, boom, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> She's eight years old and going strong and she is loved by all. She's super oh. likable. And um, she's just, oh, she's an angel. And like, like I said, she was just, it was a pipeline dream to have her. And I mm. finally found her. And uh, after she was about a year old, I had um, her sign up with Good Dog Foundation to begin their training program because she just had the perfect demeanor for yeah. getting back. And that was, again, in the back of my mind. I'm like, I needed a dog that I could, like, count on. And I was going to work my tail off to make sure I could properly train her and you know train my dog to be a volunteer dog and therapy dog for other people so there it is (laughs) yeah wow so you know i've I've known you for quite a while pretty much on a weekly basis do sessions with you yeah never knew that you were so directly involved and infected by 9-11 i mean we're from new york and Mm -hmm. staten island and we were hit hard by it and we know people pass, but not only did you live in New York, but you were flight attendant during it, and that's like yeah. double scary. Airlines, so we, um, yeah, we. Jeez. It's very personal. It's very personal. Yeah. You know, not to make matters worse, but we also had. Um, I don't know if you remember the flight. It was I think in November, five eighty seven that went down in um, Far Rockaways. So that was right after nine eleven. So it was like those two. Oh my goodness. And everyone passed on that uh, flight. It was going to um, the Dominican Republic. And that was the flight that I took all the time. I knew all the crew on there. It was just really like that hit home. Mm. It just really like, it just hit home. It sealed the rest of like it sealed the deals and really set up, you know, flight, flight attendants for, you know, all airlines, but especially, you know, the New York area, it really just like, whoa, like it was like that last, you know the slap that really just like like what's happening yeah yeah it was very um it was a a challenging time to be a flight attendant and to um just to be a new yorker forget the flight attendant it was just an american it was a challenging time you know just a human being but i think as you guys all know too like 9-11 everyone came out and they just you know they came out in their best manners and their best ways to give out and help everybody else so it was a a hard time but also at the same time it's like you've never seen people so raw so real strangers so kind to strangers yeah um, we still carry that you know i I'm, yeah. i know you get too like new york you know they're like new york strong it's like uh yeah <laughs> 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 we our boot camp is really challenging and really uh it's hard yeah. like, new york strong for a reason definitely <laughs> Well, speaking of being so kind to people, you and Chula and the Good Dog Foundation, how did you guys get linked up together? Because you do such great work. Yes, um, thank you very much. So I had a good girlfriend of mine who volunteered uh, with her dog. Um, she lived in New York as well, and her dog's name is Max, and he is our cute little Yorkie, uh, sorry, Morky guardian angel who flies around all over. But Max was our inspiration. I saw my good girlfriend, Lauren Bassett, volunteer and volunteer her services with her dog, Max. And I said, when I have a dog, because she wasn't in my <laughs> when I have a dog, that's what I'm going to do. And 
you know, I'm coming for you. Don't, you know, I'll, I'll be coming for you soon. And so, you know, it was however many years later when I finally got Chula, I was like, okay, what is this organization? Put me in touch with somebody. I need to figure out what, you know, what do I need to do to get involved? Because uh, this has been, again, in the pipeline for a very, very long time. So um, she gave me the information for Good Dog Foundation. And I went to their um, website and looked at, you know, what was most important is like, not every dog can be a volunteer. You know, it sounds like a great idea. Like, oh my gosh, I have a dog and a volunteer. You really have to be careful with the kind of dog you have. Like, you know, dogs that might be more aggressive or, you know, be nervous or skittish and stuff. They don't make, you know, just because your dogs can have some of those personalities does not make it a, make your dog a bad dog. They might not be ideal for volunteering. So I went to the website to kind of read what it was about. I was like, okay, yes, she's very calm. No food aggression. She, you know, give her a toy and take it away and she's fine. You know, yeah. people pull her and poke at her. And I'm like, yeah, she's, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's like, asking this with flying colors. And so they offer all sorts of classes. They offer classes. I mean, even if you just wanted to take proper obedience training and not be a volunteer, they offer two different, uh, two different levels, like, you know, um, obedience level one, obedience level two. And really that's just teaching your average, you know, basics, you know, your sit, your down, sit, stay, down, stay, wait, drop it is huge. Drop yes. it. You know, a lot of just basics that are, um, you know, how to handle your dog on a leash, how to handle them around other people, etiquette. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just not even like the um, therapy training. That's just proper obedience training. So I had done all of her obedience training on my own. So they said, well, I know you're interested in trying out for the therapy class, but if you want to bypass the um, regular training, you know, the uh, obedience level one and two courses, we'll have you interview with one of our trainers. And, um, you know, if they see you can you know, do all those things with your dog, great. You can just go right into therapy training. Fabulous. <laughs> Sounds great, right? Sounds great. I was like, okay. I'm thinking the YMCA girl is coming at it. I was like, all right. All my, all my tools in my belt, you know, in my pocket. So I went to this, it was at a dog store or like a pet store, a big one in Westchester. So I went there. I was like, okay, we got this. Right. And you know, it's like business hours, just people and you know, all sorts of stuff all over. And then the middle of the store, it's like wiped out. It's just empty. And it's just like a sea of like toys, treats, and like chew. Uh. And rawhides and stuff oh and God. on the other side of that is the table where the woman's sitting at to interview us uh -huh. and she's wait there for a second i was like oh boy i was like oh god okay chula don't let me down <laughs> <laughs> so she's like all right when you're ready come on over but um you know your dog's gonna probably want to pick some of these up or snip them whatever just tell her to leave it or drop it whatever your whatever your cue is just tell her to leave them alone and come on over and i was like oh boy so she and i walked I, I tried to walk her as fast as I could. So she <laughs> things. I can't lie. <laughs> but she did a great job. You know, she picked up something. I was like, leave it. You know, drop it, drop it. Yeah. She did a great job. You know, she obeyed me. And we came over and she sat down. And the woman was like, oh, she did a great job. I was like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, oh, you're going to get so many treats when we get in the car. <laughs> I was like, oh, not making me look so bad. So that was like, like level one. Uh, you know, and then she was going through like personality things and she's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to touch your dog and you know, like, look, me, you know, yank a little tail or whatever. And, mm. uh, I thought, okay, that's fine. It's just like a kid playing or whatever, you know, of course she's, you know, she was on a leash through the whole time. She did great. The woman put on a wig and she's like, I'm going to, and she told me what she was going to do ahead of time. 
Right. You know, she probably would have scared me. Um, but she, I would put a wig on because you know, some dogs don't like people who wear like um, a hat or a baseball hat or, you know, right. some, such a smart thing to do. And she put it on. It was like this like gray curly old lady wig. And it was like, hi. And she got down and was really animated in front of Chula, you know, you know, she's prepared to just in case like the dog's going to snap at her, you know, mm-hmm. she's prepared and she's just testing to see if Chula is going to be reactive or not. And of course, Chula's a New Yorker. She's mm-hmm. like, she's like, mm. <laughs> seen it all. Right. So of course, like she, you know, passed that test. Another test that really stood out to me was, um, this woman had like on her table, like a stack of three ring binders. And she's like, okay, so now we're going to keep your dog on the leash and keep her to sit. She's like, I'm going to knock these, um, the binders off the table and startle your dog. I just want to see how she recovers from that. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. And so the lady knocks the, the binders off the table and she was like, mm. <laughs> And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I was like, maybe a trash truck hitting a pothole behind her would probably get away. Right. Like, no, no, it's just not enough for her. And she was like, your dog's great. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she did a down stay, sit stay. She mm-hmm. gave her a big bone. And she's like, I'm going to take the bone away from her now, you know, to see if she's going to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, she was like the most delicate dog ever. She's like, oh, oh yeah. There's your bone back. Like, so it's like so sweet. But yeah, we passed the flying colors. She did all, we did all of her proper obedience stuff. So the YMCA. There you nope. go. <laughs> <laughs> but the YMCA, this, you know, YMCA trained professional dog professional. There you go. came out and did a great job bypassing the level one and two training, general training, and we went right into the obedience course. And I'm so proud of her. That was like the first step of like she and I, you know, being a team. And I was like, oh, this is going to be, a, this is, we're going to be on a, we're going to be on a, a good team together, right? Yeah. Aww. It's going to be a good journey. And it's been, just like a wonderful chance. Can you see her like kicking me off the chair? <laughs> I mean, it's just a great journey ever since. So yeah, yeah. we got right into their training program for uh, therapy, dog training, and have been on the trail ever since. <laughs> How long have you been with them for? So she's uh, about seven years. Seven years, nice. Yeah. So you have to be about a year old before they allow you to come into the training courses. So you went from that YMCA girl to having Chula be the cover cover girl (laughs) of the 2022 Good Dog Foundation calendar. There it is. On the cover. Look at that. Superstar. Oh, she is just too cute. (laughs) So cover girl, Miss May. She has all these. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a journey right? to cover girl on the um, YMCA dog trainer to the, there you go. the therapy handler. Yes. <laughs> I'll say last year when we got the calendar, I was like, where's Chula? This is ridiculous. I want Chula in the calendar. I was so mad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I got so excited when he told me. So I was like, I wonder how they select those dogs because they're all like, cute dogs. And they're just, you know, they're not like dog models. They're like, the volunteers, I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. right. Dogs to do that. I'm like, oh, never do. And one day I just got the phone call and it was like, or the email, like, just so you know, Chula has been selected to be a model. So- I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the campaign trail ever since. Yeah, Love yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I may or may not have had something to do with that. I'm just going to say that. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, just like, really? I'm just kidding. I did it. But, <laughs> I but like, I, oh, I'll take credit if, uh, if you yeah. want to give it. <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't know. I'm just kidding. Maybe <laughs> no. I'm not. I don't know. But I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so that's awesome. 
We can't wait to have that. Oh my God. Yeah. Good. Get ready for the other one. Go on your doorstep this week. There's going to be like 40 of them. You're going to get a big old box. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. So uh, you and Chula volunteer your time at hospitals and schools and yes. all this fun stuff. What's, what's your favorite part of the therapy sessions? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to talk about in-person visits, right? Well, yeah. So, cause I, I did want to ask also, you know, the difference of, of virtual visits that you do as opposed to the in-persons. You can okay. ask them both together. And, sure. Uh, okay. Well, um, in-person therapy visiting, I mean, there really is nothing like it. The power of touch is absolutely, um, it, it is so real. It is so strong. It is, it's just, it is, it is power. It's pure power. And I think what I like most about in-person visiting are the, I don't want to call them, I don't like to use mini and miracles at the same time, but mini miracles, meaning maybe many, many little miracles that I see along the way. and. Um, I will use hospital setting as an example, visiting patients. I mean, I think you guys have heard some of the statistics about, you know, um, you know, having pet therapy, uh, the kind of work it does for people as far as like lowering stress levels, lowering blood pressure, you know, you know, creating, um, you know, all the, the happy hormones in your body and stuff. Like, and it really just re- reduces stress and brings joy to people's, you know, lives and stuff. I'm doing a lot of stuff with people who are patients that maybe don't have good like motor skills or zero communication skills. Um, they might have a personal aid also to help them with certain things. So maybe something like a, per- a person or a patient who's been catatonic essentially, you know, for a very long time, whatever that period of time is, I bring Chula into the room and, you know, we're maybe like Chula's on the bed with the patient. And all of a sudden, the patient who's, you know, maybe eye gaze doesn't move or doesn't really focus or pay attention or anything, all of a sudden, like, you see light and life come into their, their eyes. And you see maybe they can't totally smile or maybe they can't really react the way we would normally react, which would be like, a, oh, you know, like that, that joy and the smile and the, the, the elation you see when you see an animal. But the fact that they have any type of um, a change in emotion and reaction and or you see them trying to like they can't reach the dog, but I have this one sweet person who would just like lean, like would just like it just like fell over trying to like get close to Chula, and it's like almost like fell on top of her on the like you know sitting and like leaning over, and the grandmother was in the room, and the grandmother just starts bursting into tears, and I was like, oh. I think first I was thinking, oh no no, no the, you know the the girl's fine, like you know she like, oh no no, no. Oh, she's like. I don't think you understand. She goes, she hasn't like, she hasn't moved. She hasn't done anything. She was almost like not, not rigor mortis, but just so like cut up and tight. And right. her hands were, you know, she was unable to use her hands or arms or anything, but she like started making noise and she was leaning forward. You can see like kind of like kind of getting a little drooly on her, you know, her mouth was really the grandmother is in tears. Just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. She, you know, she hasn't had this reaction to anything, anybody. And like, it was months and months and I, you know, the grandma's crying and I'm like, Oh no, here it comes. Oh no. But I'm like, Oh, that like, you know, just, you see something like that or I, um, you know, like a, like a miracle like that. Like, and you, you know, you know, the family is just like, they're so happy. They're just, they couldn't be more grateful and it's nothing that I've done. It's just what Chula does by, you know, just coming in, sitting down, 
The nurse brings in one of those hot blankets, puts it on the bed, and Shula like stretches out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of the hot blankets, she lays down and she gets bacon bits and belly rubs. Oh, yeah. And he couldn't be more like better qualified for that position and that role. <laughs> um, you know, it was so cool. Um, maybe another good story, um, like a sweet one that's short, um, is this woman who was basically in the hospital. She was there for I think she was on like two and a half months and she's like, she was a, on the transplant list for a major organ and she was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is so exciting. Like no one's and, and I will tell you, um, at one of the hospitals that we visit at, I go to more of the unassuming floors. Everybody needs a visit, you know, and there's a lot of people who are getting maybe dialysis or going into radiation and stuff like that. Right. Those, those kind of units definitely have a big, dog calling and they have dogs so if you think about it there are so many other departments and like a lot of the children's units there's lots you know dogs that go in there and stuff but these units that i go to are the floors that are people are they are dependent on you know all medications being delivered by iv so they can't go home you know so maybe they're not they don't have an open wound yet or they're waiting for surgery or whatever or like the woman who's on the transplant list she can't do anything or go anywhere because she everything is like iv done and so yeah so she's just like you know a dog coming on that floor it's like it's the boring floor you know so i hate to say that mm. you know you know it's the floor that he's assuming and you know chula goes in and i put her on the bed and this woman like she like starts bawling and she's like you know she goes this is the first thing that i've touched that's warm in like two months he goes every the only thing the only thing that touches me the only things that touch me in here are the, are the rubber like people's yeah. hands like, yeah. you know there's like no contact she's like you know she's just like so like you could just tell she was just like releasing all this like stress and like loneliness you know they're just she feels yeah. so so isolated because you know and this is just before covid too so you were, were able to have this and stuff then but you know it's still very isolating to be waiting for a you know an organ for however you know many it was months at that time so she's just like this is so good. It's so, so good. Mm -hmm. So those are like two, in, in like two types of instances that, like I say, like many miracles happen. Like it's just Shula, like just sprinkles joy here and there. And, it does. and that kind of stuff just like, oh, it feels so good to me. And I'm like, this is why we're doing it. This is why we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Not everything is perfect, but, um, you know, but these, they, these moments, and even if there's people who don't like a visit by a dog, they might be scared of animals or they had, maybe they were bit as a kid or something or have very, you know, strong fears with animals or maybe um, part of your, like, religion might not allow you to, like, pet, pet an animal, you know, that's on the floor or something. It's completely, you know, uh, we respect all of those uh, wishes. Um, the first thing we'll learn in therapy training is when you approach a person all together, I must introduce myself, who I'm with, and, who, you know, Chula's with me, and always ask permission may we come and visit you mm, and okay. generally it's like 99 or 98 percent of the time it's like yes you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but the two percent that say no or they're like no they're very like uh -uh, no 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 but they they're watching they're looking they're like no I'm, this is like tiny little furball on the floor right right she's quiet she's not being a big <laughs> still checking her out they're like mm, no i don't want the dog but you know i've had one woman say well can you just sit there and can you just sit there for a while? I was like, yes, no problem. Like, yeah. Like, so, I, you know, then I'm just chatting with the woman and we're just having a nice conversation and I'll talk to, you know, talk to her about, you know, Shula and what we do and stuff. And, you know, and they don't have to pet the dog and that's fine. But 
you know, just with that statement alone is like, okay, you know, we, we did our work. There was a little, yeah, right. that was our mini miracle, which is like, wait, just don't leave. I don't want to touch the dog. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So like those kind of things are just so nice. And, you know, like I said, those are like the little pieces that keep me coming back for more. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, well, I know in person, obviously it's that, that aspect of it and the physical but when you do your remote sessions uh-huh. you get that reaction times a hundred because oh, that's wow. how many people get logged in to see what you and Chula do and I know those one-on-one interactions what they mean to you but to see over a hundred people just smile and light up for what you do is, is just as good to us so yeah so don't don't sell those remote sessions short yes because <laughs> they, they do a lot they do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love, I mean, remote sessions and I love them. I mean, who knew that we were going to be doing anything remotely? I mean, it was yeah, never, right. uh, it, it never existed until COVID. Right. So, um, and being able to do them remotely, I mean, I really have been able to volunteer so much more because we're at home, everyone has yeah. their advice or whatever. And, um, everybody's looking for a little smile or a little sunshine or just, you know, exactly something and so like these remote sessions have been absolutely like like absolute lifesavers like you're saying for you guys as viewers but also for Chula and I because you know we miss what we do but um you know this is how I you know this is why we bought the no plug, but home, the home goods mini the mini pack. <laughs> a little piece of fluff and we set the stage up and I do all of my virtual sitting here from um you know, my, my little, the hearth, the fireplace going. So for those yeah, of you who are like not, if we're not able to see where we are um, doing our interview from tonight, we're sitting in front of the fireplace and it is a cold winter night. So oh, we've got the fire great. going and the fur ball is curled up in a ball. Oh, now she's it's loving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, this is so, too after. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, my work is done for the day. Let me be. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So she's like, don't mind me. I know you guys carry on amongst yourselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These virtual visits have been great. And I will tell you what, my mini miracles that um, I get out of this all the time are, A, um, the people who like it so much that they come back for more. Because yeah. I know a lot to lose um, having two teenage daughters who were like in high school at the time during, you know, during most of COVID. Nobody wants to pay attention to their classes on, you know, something else to watch on a laptop, on a laptop, iPad or whatever. And so I know that it's really hard to, you know, gather anybody's attention. So the fact that people are interested and they're asking questions, um, you know, people who are like on this, on our um, visits and stuff who like type in questions, who unmute themselves and ask questions. That means they're really like listening or they're there or they're, you know, they, they could be listening otherwise, but, um, you know, just the fact that they're really, um, wanting to engage, mm-hmm. it tells people like this and they want us to come back and we still have audience, um, you know, audience members. And so <laughs> those are like mini miracles to me. And then my other, there's a lot of little miracles, but Greg, you're part of my, mir- um, part of my mini miracle because <laughs> so nice a promoter of Chula and I, you've, um, you're so kind and you are always spreading our word and our, you know, just our volunteer services and stuff around. You also did your piece for, I think it was NBC or Good Morning. Was it Good Morning? Yes, 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 I'm like, that's amazing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're two cents and I'm like, you're perfect for it. You're like, you're like the perfect 
guy. You're like, okay, you know, just that. But, but also when I give like a homework assignment and somebody comes back with like these great drawings right here, who knew, I I mean, he's a great artist, two dimensional, great artist. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a stick figure dog? I'm sure. (laughs) But you know, people are like, oh yeah, I remember they, they, you know, you know, sometimes they'll say, Hey, let's draw a picture, come back next week and let's show our pictures online. Um, you know, share our pictures and stuff with everybody. And it's a, it's a busy world and there's lots going on, but you know, there are pictures that come back or kids that remember. And mm-hmm. there's, there's ones that, um, you know, have like drawn pictures and it really looks like Chula. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, like, yeah, like mini miracle, mini miracle, mini miracle. So, so well, maybe I'll take my drawing, autograph it, and we can like auction it <laughs> off to like the highest bidder or something. We'll we'll see what we could do. Raise, raise some money here. Chula, <laughs> like, can I'm going to give her a stamp and she can give it a potograph. You know. Yeah. Calendars. I got to get her foot like a little foot paw, foot paw potograph for the All right. So speaking of raising money, beside my uh, painting that I'm going to sell, I'll paint it, I'll autograph it, and we'll. Donate it to the highest bidder, yeah. starting at a thousand dollars each, each bid. So, so Good Dog Foundation. I know it's all volunteer based. You guys never ask for a dollar anything you do, but what's a way that we can support and everybody else out there listening can support the Good Dog Foundation and maybe give back for everything that you do. Ah, oh, thank you, Greg. That's so nice. <laughs> so number one, you can support us by having us come back again and again and again by asking us to have our volunteer pups come and visit you tells us that you really love us and you need us and you want us to come back again and again and again and again. Oh, we will do that for sure. Thank you. That's the number one way you can support Good Dog Foundation. The other way is to go to the gooddogfoundation.org where you can learn so much more about our not-for-profit group, get some information about maybe becoming a volunteer and or how to support the Good Dog Foundation. We are grateful for any and all contributions you would like to make, and there is no donation too small as well. Um, We also, as you have heard earlier in the podcast tonight, we have a calendar out for 2022, and I know it's a throwback way to keep track of your life, but you know, my analog clocks are still around. We still have the old-fashioned calendar. There's nothing like... There you go. Wiping off a day. Sure, I love it. And writing your grandmother's birthday on there. I do it. Sure. Yep. yep. You know, like I write just the little, you know, if there's like a little fun thing that happened during the day, I'm like, you know, like <laughs> I don't have time to journal, but I have time to scratch yeah. out a little notation. It's so a calendar is $15 each. That's nothing. No. Nope. Buy one for grandma. Grandma loves the calendar. By the way, everyone's grandmother needs a calendar. Just yeah. gotta put that. Especially you know, with, with adorable cute dogs on it. Yeah. I mean, that's where I was going to next. I mean, <laughs> all these, like, little furballs who are, like, making um, people smile, like, left and right. How do you not put one of those on your cubicle? Come on, right? People yeah. working in small spaces, working from home. You need a little light in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, why not have Chula's mug on your wall? I mean, uh, she's yeah. love it. She had a fresh haircut. She was looking tight that day. <laughs> Her photo shoot went off she's excellent so i mean she's kind of she's kind of smoking over here she's she's looking good you want her on your wall in your cubicle in your laundry room in your pantry or in your office or in your yoga studio yeah. in your 
classroom. There, there you go. go. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and in the um, medical industry out there, you need one in every nurse's station and every, you know, all your break rooms and, yeah. you know, everywhere, all these offices everywhere. You need a little light in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Light in your life. <laughs> well, we will for sure link that website to this episode yes. so everybody can check it out. GoodDogFoundation.org. Yes. So uh, click the it. link right on the episode. Go do it. Link below. I've always wanted to do this. Click the link. <laughs> link below. <laughs> so funny. So funny. All right. I so. I'll charge you a dollar the next time you ask me to come back because, you know, I'll feel famous. Yeah. <laughs> After your podcast, do you and Alex, I will come back <laughs> your, your podcast for $1. One that, all right. it's one dollar. That works. Uh, it's gonna go in Chula's uh, trust fund for future dog treats down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so good. All right, so I have one more question for you and Chula. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, one other thing after that, but final question here. So a hundred years from now, and and I like to ask this for all of our guests on the podcast. Hundred years from now, right when everything's all said and done, and and we've moved on to better places. What do you want the names Vanessa and Chula to be remembered as? Oh, what a great question and um, powerful question too, by the way. <laughs> I would like for us, I, I could probably already know this is what's going to be said. They're going to be like, you know, there's the crazy cat lady and there's the crazy whatever lady. They might call me a crazy dog lady, which I'm, <laughs> I've been called probably, you know, worse things than the crazy dog lady. But they're going to they're gonna say, she was her and Chula. Oh my God! Like two peas in a pod, like inseparable. But you know, they really like would they? You know, we were best friends, and that mm. uh, we uh, got out and we made some people smile. And oh yeah, you know, I think that's really all that we need. People to remember us as a team, working together, making people smile, yeah. one mini miracle at a time. Yes, there you go. Oh. Yeah, love it. I'll tell you this, anytime somebody at my, where, where where we work and stuff, anytime somebody says Vanessa or Chula, it's always Vanessa and Chula. There's no one name without the other. Yeah. I promise uh, you that. Okay, yeah. that's my day right there. That is it. That yeah. is it. For real. Yeah. Do you want to know Chula's nickname? Yes. We would love to know that. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but just, you know, you're on the inside now. All right, um, so look, look, look. Look, this is the Anything Goes podcast. Anything goes here. So we're dropping it right here, right now. Let's go. What's cool. Chula's nickname? Okay, all, right. all right. It's Chules. <laughs> Chules. 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 Look, look. Oh, right, right up. Hey, Chules. Hey, Chules. So cute. I think so. She has the cutest. I can't explain it, but I'm sure you know what I mean. The cutest, like, eyes. Like, the white that shows. She just did it. The little white that shows when she looks up. Ah, uh, it kills me. Well, Alex, there's a word for that. Oh, what is it? I've always loved that in dogs. Oh, okay. So it's called heterochromia. Really? I didn't know it was a thing. And I don't speak Latin, but I know when you break the word all down, um, it means different, like a different eye color on, like, so she's brown and, like, icy blue-white on one eyeball. You'll right. see, like, a lot of um, shepherds and stuff, too, or, like, yeah. the Australian shepherds. I love it. That marble-looking, um, you know, eye color and stuff. So heterochromia. Yeah, I never knew. Hetero and chromatic. However, yes. <laughs> it's so cute. She looks like a little like blue and brown in one eyeball. 
-hmm. And everyone tells me when they meet her, they're like, she has such human eyes because she'll like, yeah, I was going to say, she looks like a little baby doll, like a little baby, which I'm like, wait, she's a dog. But for some reason, she looks like this cute little baby. Yeah. Thank you. And right now she's such a pupple. She looks like a a little Ewok, you know, (laughs) there's all bent up and stuff, you know, she's kind of like, She's growing big. She kind of is like a, an exploded cigar right now. She's a little beauty treatment, right? Get a haircut soon. But she's like so cute and fluffy right now. I love it. Nice and warm. Yes. It's, this is like, she's pulling out her like Chinese emperor bed warming hairdo right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucky bed warmer. Right? <laughs> See? Hey, Jules. Hey, girl. <laughs> and w- w- where can people uh, keep up with Chula and find the latest information on, on what she has going on? Oh, yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, come on. So, Chula has her own Instagram account. I love it. She has an Instagram account, and she is at little underscore miss, M-I-S-S underscore Chula. Little, at little miss Chula. And uh, follow her. Well, you okay. know, follow, watch her volunteer journey, you know, watch her uh, antics. You know, it's one of those, like, feel-good Insta pages where you're just like, you can just kind of scroll those puppy dogs, do, you know, mm-hmm. the, the eye animal connections, doing their things or whatever. Like she's just got some good stuff on there. She'll make you laugh, make you smile. For so awesome. sure. Yeah. For sure. And I've got yeah. some footage for her to put up soon. Um, she's wearing those like shoes for the snow, oh. which is not a shoe girl by any means. So, you know, you put them on like once a year during the one snowstorm that we right. get. And she just like, I love that. And act like, oh, God, it's, I mean, again and again and again, I already know what she's going to do. And like, you just cry laughing. Oh, she's definitely. Like, oh, and she's, she's so mad. Too. She's like, I, I hate <laughs> shoes. I don't like these shoes, mom. But she knows. Right. We get lots of treats for that, right, Chills? So cute. Well, I'm so glad that you had us on tonight. I'm yes. just so yeah. grateful that you let us share our, um, you know, our, our volunteer journey with you. I'm, For sure. I love it. And well, Vanessa, we appreciate everything you do. Keep, thank keep you. Keep good out there. And Vanessa and Chula. Thank you for being the first interview of the 2022 yeah. year for the Anything Goes yeah. Podcast. Yeah. What an awesome way to start off the, the new year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Really I know. Well, you know, and you can keep track of what else happens the rest of the year when you buy your good dog foundation calendar. That's right. Foundation.org. There you go. So we're going to link that. We'll link Little Miss Chula. Yes. Instagram page and give them a follow. Check out the website and all that and uh, keep giving them reasons to, to keep coming back and doing good things. Yes. Yep. That's what we want to do. We want to keep coming back. Keep asking for us to come back. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yes, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll follow back soon. And, and we'd love to have you on again. Thank you. I'd love oh, it. Yeah. It's only going to cost and, you $1. For <laughs> okay. $1. Fair enough. We'll start saving now. Yeah. I, I, thank you. I'm a professional asking for, you know, for donations now. $1. <laughs> $1 for Chula. Right? Yeah. All right, Chules. Yes. Good yeah. chatting with you. All right, Chula, Vanessa, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And uh, keep doing keep doing a good thing out there. Thank you. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Alex. Yeah? 
Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at anythinggoespodny, on Twitter at anythinggoesny, and shoot us an email at agpodny at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review because anything goes with Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home! Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.